I was so aggravated last night. Matter of fact, I am still bitter this morning. I am so tired of watching my New Orleans Pelicans just go through the motions. I am so tired of watching a team that is sliding out of playoff contention play with absolutely no sense of urgency. But what I'm really tired of is the New Orleans media being afraid to hold Willie Green accountable. I get it. Willie Green's a nice guy. He's well-liked. He's well-respected. I am sure that he is fun to be around once the cameras are off. I don't care about any of that. I don't care if Willie Green is a nice guy. For two months, I have been waiting for someone, anyone in the New Orleans media, to grow a pair and hold Willie Green accountable. He is giving us garbage on a nightly basis. This team lacks motivation. They don't play with pace. They don't move the ball offensively. Turnover, soft defense, no leadership. And the biggest problem of all, lack of accountability. Willie Green has created this environment where everyone in New Orleans is friends. This is a brotherhood. We're all in this together. Hope leads the way. To hell with being friends. I don't watch the NBA to witness a budding bromance. Right now, there is zero accountability in New Orleans. Well, KC, how can you possibly know that? You're not around this team on a daily basis. Yeah, that's true. I'm not around the team. But I know there's no accountability because I see the same mistakes every game. There is no leader on the court holding teammates accountable. There's no leadership from Willie Green on the bench holding players accountable. More importantly, there's not anyone in the New Orleans media holding Willie Green accountable. You think Michael Jordan won six rings by being friends with his teammates? Throughout the majority of his career, Kobe Bryant, he was not well-liked in the locker room. Both Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, they were perceived as being assholes. You know what else they were? Champions. Winners. You don't become champions by being friends. You don't become champions by being bromancing. You become champions by being leaders, which is severely lacking in New Orleans. But even with that being the case, the lack of accountability in New Orleans doesn't come even remotely close to reaching the level of the lack of accountability in the WNBA dump. <laughs> oh, my favorite dump divers. My bearded beauties. We often see athletes and public figures. And when I say athletes, I'm talking about real athletes. I'm not talking about former trash collectors who made the dump of fame. We often see these people advocate for higher salaries in the WNBA. We often see them publicly pressure corporate America to invest more money into the dump. We need to make this a five-star dump. We need better accommodations like running water, stationary toilets, and Greyhound buses. When I see someone like a Joy Reid or Nancy Armour pushing for more investment in the WNBA, I write them off as being virtue-signaling woke shitfucks. What the hell does Joy Reid know about business? What does she know about generating profit? The only profit Joy Reid knows how to generate is the false profit of woke welfare, receiving money that you haven't earned. But that money, it's got to come from somewhere. Contrary to the shit-fuck belief, money does not grow on the woke oak tree. You can bow to your knees and pray to the tree all you want for money, 
all the oak tree is going to give you is a pair of dropped nuts. Typically, I'm not all that surprised when a shitfuck pushes for more investment in the WNBA. But I was surprised when Charles Barkley pitched his tent in the dump. Charles Barkley. <laughs> Dude, you should know better. Charles Barkley has been in the business for nearly 40 years. He knows how this works. He has a deep understanding of how sponsorships work. Last weekend, during the annual huge embarrassing failure the NBA calls the All-Star Game, Charles Barkley, he was at an event promoting his new sponsorship with Ruffles. He was there to promote his personalized brand of Ruffles. Check it out for yourself. <laughs> damn, damn. This is just too easy. Now, I don't consider Charles Barkley to be a wanker spanker, but I might have to change his status after seeing him promote the woke wiener. Anyway, he's at this event to promote chips, but instead of doing that, he took a few minutes to promote the WNBA. He starts off by saying, I love the women of the WNBA. <laughs> yeah, sure, Charles. The problem is the rest of us don't. The women the WNBA promotes are women like Bob Griner, women like the Sue Bird, who's married to a prepubescent boy, Megan Rapino. After expressing his love for the dump divas, Charles Barkley, he moved on to a more important issue, money, funding. These greedy American companies, they need to get off their ass and sponsor these lads. The WNBA is revolutionary. It's exciting. You don't see airball dunks in NBA basketball. Over time in the NBA, it's decided on the court. How boring. The WNBA gives us exciting back hair counting contest. I love a woman with a hairy back. Charles Barkley. He continued with this false notion that it's unfair that the women of the WNBA aren't being invested in by corporate America. Now, never mind the fact they're heavily subsidized by the NBA. It's not enough that this league is already receiving money they haven't earned. Charles Barkley, he wants to see them receive even more money they haven't earned. Why? Because they're entitled to it. Charles Barkley claimed companies investing in the WNBA, it would be great for both brands. It'll be great for the WNBA because they're getting woke welfare. It'll be great for the investor because they're investing in women's sports. Anytime you can help women's sports, it's a great thing. Hmm. I'm a bit confused here. I know why this would be great for the WNBA, but I'm struggling to understand why it would be great for an investor. Money does not care about woke boxes. Money does not care about the good PR you'll receive from your virtue signaling. I don't know if I can even call it good PR because most normal people, we're not listening to the mainstream media. Companies invest millions of dollars into the NBA because they know they're going to get a return on their investment. During the regular season, one or two million people will be exposed to their ads. During the playoffs, it could be seen by 5, 8, 10 million people depending on the playoff round. Now, you could combine the audience of all 20 WNBA games broadcast on ESPN and ABC last season, and you will not come close to reaching 10 million people. Hell, they barely reach 5 million. Clearly, 
It's not a smart investment for advertisers to spend millions of dollars for commercials on WNBA games. But contrary to popular belief, they do it anyway. Charles Barkley, he is complaining about the lack of investment. Last season, the WNBA, they broke a record by having 38 companies donate money to improve living conditions in the dump. Take a look for yourself. Pay close attention. This list starts in 1997. Now, I am sure some companies have smartened up and dropped from the list in that time, but I want you to notice the sharp increase in sponsorships between 2020 and 2021. This was at the height of the sympathy movement. This was during the time when the mainstream media, along with the dump divers themselves, were portraying the WNBA as a league full of victims. They were claiming the WNBA wasn't successful because of mythical misogyny. They were claiming they weren't successful because they weren't given a chance. Well, they were given a chance. They were given two years. They had two years of money flowing in, two years of increased media attention, trying to convince America to watch pretend basketball. Check out what happened in 2022. One new sponsor was willing to endorse, just one. Like I say on here all the time, sympathy can only take you so far. Eventually, it falls on you to perform. It falls on you to be entertaining. It falls on you to give advertisers a return on their investment. The message here from corporate America is clear. The WNBA is a bad investment. Over the last two or three years, there has been more money invested into the WNBA than any other point in league history. Before last season, they received a one-time $75 million investment. Yet somehow, with all of this woke welfare coming in, the dump still found a way to not generate one peso in profit. The money invested in this league, it could have been used to cure starvation in Ethiopia. Charles Barkley. He wants to hold corporate America accountable for the lack of success in the WNBA. The mainstream media, they want to hold you accountable for the consistent failures in the dump. I never see anyone, though, place the accountability where it belongs. On the players. The media, they treat WNBA players like these delicate little victims. Oh, I'm so sorry for the trauma you're going through from all of this mythical misogyny. We are doing our best here in the media to get men interested in your league, but they keep telling us they don't like looking at women with facial hair. The way the WNBA is being handled, it kind of reminds me of the federal government. What does the government do when they're faced with a problem? They don't hold anyone accountable. They damn sure don't hold themselves accountable. What do they do? They throw money at the problem. Kids are failing in school. We have ninth graders that are damn near illiterate. They think two plus two is 22. Instead of holding parents and teachers accountable, mainly parents, the government throws money at the problem. 75% of black children grow up without a father. What does the government do? They throw money at the problem, which only causes more black children to grow up without a father. Money is rarely the solution to the problem. In most cases, money only makes it worse, which is exactly what's happening to the WNBA. This influx of money, it's created this false sense of entitlement amongst the players. Instead of them working to make the product more entertaining, they are complaining about higher salaries and chartered airfare. 
For decades, the WNBA has been viewed as substandard basketball, pretend basketball. That perception was bad enough. Now, they are not only perceived as being substandard, they're also perceived as being entitled. And there is no amount of money that will eliminate that perception. If anything, the money, it only is reinforcing it. The WNBA was already climbing uphill because the product on the court is trash. I can't even call it a polished turd. It's more like a steaming smash turd. It's putrid. But you can overcome a substandard product by presenting relatable players. Players normal women can relate to. Players normal men would fantasize about. Problem is, the WNBA doesn't have any of those. Look at what Olivia Dunn is doing for the sport of gymnastics. Horny dudes are watching gymnastics by the thousands just to watch Olivia Dunn. You think they give a shit about the, the super twist or whatever the hell they call it? No, they care about Olivia Dunn. The WNBA keeps marketing the pretend basketball, trying to convince people the product is viable. It's not. The product absolutely sucks. In order for this league to succeed, you need marketable stars, players, you know, women who look like women. But give me your thoughts. Charles Barkley calls for increased funding in the WNBA. I think that makes the problem worse. Funding is not the problem in this league. Interest is, but you let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.